folks um, we are hearing a news since last few days that uh, uh, our phone software uh, can uh, spy on anybody uh, once it is uh, uploaded to any phone and uh, this software is said to have been used by many governments including indian government who spied on kashmiri leader and also known or uh, rumored to have spied on imran khan and gsq telephones telephone lines uh, what is the truth we don't know yet but uh, we thought it's a good idea to talk about this software which is created by an israeli company and they give it under license to different governments i don't think it is available for the private sector and uh, uh, this software is creating like uh, like a major political issue in india and some other places of the world without going into uh, what governments have done with this or what that spying has resulted in uh, it, we thought it's a good idea to talk about the country who created this software and it is very important to know that israel is only 8 to 9 million people and out of and 20% of its population is uh, arab palestinian arabs who live in the country with equal rights now if you talk to any pakistani uh, particularly islamists they will say oh israel actually has the backing of america and israel is living be- because of america otherwise we muslims can destroy it in two weeks I mean, these stupids don't know the strength of israel the strength of israel is basically the the technology they own it is the fifth largest technological power in the world even many us advanced tactical equipment is designed by israelis india is the second largest trading partner of israel and is using its technology in all phases of national affairs i mean just think about it and the main reason behind it is not america because there is not an even single american soldier on israeli soil even in 1967 six day war when america uh, when israel was attacked by six countries america uh, offered to send us military but the famous general general uh, average with nameless general dayan uh, he refused to uh, take it take the offer and he said we don't want any american blood shed on our land so he fought it single handedly with israeli army and defeated six arab countries totally destroyed their air force and they all had to uh, sit down and settle for a ceasefire the country i have mentioned in my previous podcast 
was created by one man. I believe his name was Gorion, who was a biochemist and who came to Arab land in 1888 and then opened a chemical laboratory there, chemical research center there, and then went back and then worked on his plan to send Jews, as many Jews as possible, and which ultimately ended up in creating Israel legally and morally. Because when Israel declared independence, there were almost half a million Jews living there in that land. They were in majority in that land, whatever they declared country, and they had the power. They had the passion and they had the support. They had the technology. And that was the only thing required to establish a country. 22 Arab countries were created in the same way, through your uh, superpower division, through plebiscites uh, if needed, and all that. So, the why Israelis have become so technological power, the big technology power, can be seen in their religious beliefs. They started, they exploited, and they brought the world financial system, which we know today. The, the Jews or the family of Abraham said you cannot take interest from a Jew, but you can take interest from a non-Jew. If Muhammad or any other, even Christians have said that, they will be owning their financial uh, industry. But it did not happen. Christians did not want to take Jews, uh, take interest, and then they lagged behind. In around 15th century, they left that idea, and then they started taking interest. And that, and then worked with Jews to create a real economy and to create a financial network uh, this world has never seen. And then the intellect of Jews, American mainly, he created a financial system from stock market to bond market to uh, finance, private financing and whatnot. But Arabs from the time of Muhammad, they said we will not take interest and wherever we are will not take, allow anybody to take interest. That actually put them behind. They remain economically poor and they were behind for hundreds and hundreds of years. After the oil boom, the Arabs have started taking interest. They have created Islamic uh, bank, they have created Islamic bond market and all that bullshit. But they are so much far behind that 1.2 billion Muslims, they only have 3% of world economy in their hand. And the education and the control on finances of the world created Jewish brains, Jewish intellectuals, which when came to Israel created the fifth largest technological power. And in Pakistan, who was liberated at the same time, the state of Islam only hurt them financially, economically, socially, and internationally. They have become a curse on the international front. 
everybody hates Pakistan. Instead of taking the advantage of what his founder of the father of the nation wanted them to do, they went the other way. They gave the control to Mullah and then they self-destructed the country. Then we had the thugs like Modudi, who on the behest of Arabs created this anti-Qadiani uh, movement. Uh, hundreds were killed in Lahore and then this went on until 1973 when the Bhutto uh, declared them non-Muslims and minority. Even then they did not take their right. If we look into America, the migrants from Europe, particularly the Jewish migrant, they made America number one. It's a known fact that finance, money is the main reason behind the progress. And the education system, the great universities which Americans established in 17th century, they became the beacon of light throughout the world. And the best intellectuals, scientists, technocrats, economists came from those universities. But in Pakistan, we insisted of making a stronger army, gave them 60% of the money, education uh, allocation was the lowest in the world, and then mullahs were allowed to play with the lives of young kids. Then from the time of uh, Zia, the country went downhill and became as Arab slave and missed numerous opportunities to get better. If Pakistan has accepted Israel like Turkey did in 1948 or Iran did in 1950 or even before, we could have done wonders. But the religion has totally demolished the country, its psyche and even ruined their brain. I mean, look at this software. The software industry came after when the computer were invented. And the basic software were written for computers which created uh, Apple, which created basic software like DOS, Windows and all that which changed the world. And the Muslims who were even against taking pictures. Picture was anti-Islam. And that camera created the wonder we know computer today. Because when the, the semiconductor integration started, the camera gave it a big leap for large-scale integration. And that became into micro technology. And then we have this chip, uh, like a one inch by one inch big chip, which can do millions and billions of calculations in a second. And that is the basis how the software engineers were able to create different languages and different procedures and thereby create a software which handles everything in this world. We can tell you for one guy who started some computer apps, one of his apps he started was to spy on your wife. Anybody who doesn't trust his wife, like 99% of Muslims do, then you can buy this software and then intrude into 
her privacy. He was caught in America and he's in jail. I mean, that idiot only think of spying on his wife or ask Muslims to spy on your wife. I mean, the Muslim wife, which is probably the most honest in the world, is the most exploited in the world, is the most terrorized in the world, is still being, was still being spy, spied by idiots like this Pakistani who ended up in jail and right, rightfully so because the Islam only tells you to do negative things it supports you when you do negative and when you do backstab like Arabs did to Turkey I mean they destroyed Ottoman Empire and they said oh Islam allows it and that is why uh, as we know famously Mir Jafar and Sadiq were created. They were not created. They were very nice people. They were little ambitious. But because, because of the king Tipu, who had all the power, and the power was going to stay in his family, the other smart people of his state, they had no choice. They had no choice but to support British, who stopped all this hereditary shit, who stopped any religion in the government affairs. And they allowed equal rights to everybody. If there was a British rule in Tipu uh, Sultan's state, there will be no Mir and Jafar. That is why we see only in Muslim world we have these backstabbers. Because Islam creates a society which is totally based on injustice, totally based on racism, totally based on anti-woman is homophobic, hates minorities. The minorities made America number one. While in Pakistan, we had 15 to 20 percent minority, which is now only 3 to 4 percent. Because we harassed everybody. We took their little girls and raped them and then changed them by force into Islam. We did a horrendous crime against uh, Qadianis who are Muslims but even when they are declared non-Muslims they should have had equal rights but they were harassed they were uh, barbarically murdered in their own uh, prey center and many locations people were burned alive so this is what Islam does and in Islam first of all you cannot have any software and if you have a software that will be only to spy the woman Technologically, technically, and educationally, Pakistanis are probably number 120 in the world, while their population is, I believe, number five or six. But they are so much far behind because of this shit of religion that they waste 30% of their life in this ritual and giving money to mullahs and then wasting money on Hajj and Umrah shit which is a crime against poor Pakistanis. I mean, a country created for civilized ideals has been gone into hand of barbarians, killers, bloodsuckers, and whatnot. And all because Pakistan, instead of being a secular and democratic country, became 
a Muslim country. And then ultimately Islam created the demise or the destruction we see today. There is no way you can create a great software industry, hardware industry, any technology in Pakistan because people are so lazy, they waste so much time and they get no support from the government. People pay no taxes, so government cannot even pay for essential things. The, the goods have more than 10% inflation because being, even being an agricultural country, they have to import everything. They have to import wheat. This year they are importing cotton. Next year they will be importing rice and whatnot. Because nobody wants to work. Quran says anybody who does work, uh, who lives for, to work, is going to go in hell. Everybody has to work for Allah. That means everybody has to work for Mullah, everybody has to work for Arab interest, and everybody should strive for the life hereafter, which even the creator of it don't believe. If you look into the history of Muhammad and his associates, you will see that they all were having the fun on their life, of the life. I mean, living in expensive places, having hundreds of women to have sex with, big harams. Even Muhammad had 11 wives. And while this is in history of Rabi, that when Muhammad was dying, he was having sex with Aisha. And that's why when his heart stopped, his penis was still erect. So after three days, when his cousin uh, came to bury him, he said, Ya Muhammad, your penis is still erect. Because the blood started circulating and then whatever was the blood in his penis at that time, it stays there. And his penis never came down. But the Pakistanis are not told this. It's illegal. It is a crime to say even a truth about Muhammad. Why his people hated him. Why he was left to die alone. Why nobody came to pay even last respect to him. Historically, only nine people came to see him. And here we have these Pakistani Arab Dallas bastards telling us, oh, this whole world was created by Muhammad. And even before when this world was created, uh, Muhammad was created. And these Sufi gang who actually claim to say things, claim that Allah is their right hand, is in their pocket, are actually as I said many times, non-Muslims, they have, should have be the first to declare minority instead of Qadianis. Because the Qadianis are true Muslims. They don't believe in jihad shit, which is so right. Because they knew that jihad is only used to kill poor people for the sake of rich king, caliph or whoever it is. This is a curse on humanity. Poor people have no value. Even they are not given name. They are called Abu Des and Abu Dar. Only the leaders have Umar bin Khattab, Khalid bin Walid, Ziyad bin Yusuf and all this bullshit. 
the people of Pakistan should know the truth. The people of Pakistan should know why they will always remain poor, destitute. And unfortunately, the time may come when they will start eating each other alive. If they don't change their mindset, if they don't start working, if they don't educate themselves, and if they don't change the basic philosophy of the country, which should be science, science, and science. The region is the disease. The region is the destruction. And we can see now the, uh, the Hindu mullahs, what they are doing to India. They are hurting its image, which is going to hurt India. Although India has become third most powerful economy in the world, if they don't handle these mullahs wisely, they will really get hurt bad time. Because the image is the main thing in this world. Hopefully Indians are very smart, they will handle it. They will not go in the drain like Pakistanis have gone by declaring themselves Arab slaves and then uh, getting in debt with billions and billions of dollars because of doing business with Muslim countries and this country has become a piece of shit. Think about it. God bless.